Hello, welcome. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that this episode has found you well. My name is Raleigh. I am your hostess with the mostest baby. This is me coming back and re-recording an intro because I didn't like the other one. Do I really think that this is better? No. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. I do also want to say that the audio in this is kind of bad and kind of breathy because I literally recorded this on a walk. I just like picked up my phone and didn't know what to listen to and was in a chatty mood, so I just talked. And I even considered re-recording the entire thing, but as I was listening back over, I just like how it turned out. So stick around if you'd like. Some really fun stories and good... Um, lessons, I guess. So yeah, enjoy. I can't wait to hear from you. So, even though you guys all voted for Tapping Into The Heart, that's like my lowest listen to podcast. But it was really therapeutic for me to record, and I'm sure it'll pop off when it's meant to. Tonight, we are chatting about manifestation and fun manifestation stories. So this is going to be a bit more chatty, a bit more story time vibe. Um, I've thought of a lot of examples of like cool manifestation stories that I have, but... There are a few things I want to say before we get into the stories, just about manifestation. We're really hopping right in. Um, This is Raleigh Hutchison, your hostess. I hope you're having a beautiful day or night. I hope you've taken time today to breathe and to move your body and to smile, to drink some water and eat some veggies. Maybe you've taken time to pet an animal. (laughs) And welcome. So let's hop right into it. So, manifestation is the law of attraction. The law of attraction basically is what we think we become. So everything rolling around in our mind is energy we are energy the world is energy the frequency that you vibrate at is the frequency of what you're going to attract does that make sense so like things attract each other if you are vibrating at a low frequency that would mean thoughts of shame, thoughts of guilt, thoughts of fear, acting in these realms, you're only manifesting more of that into your life. If you are thinking from a space of gratitude and love and presence and bliss, you are attracting more of that into your life. So I'm going to tell you a bit of a story. Um, for the moment where it really clicked... For me, I had heard of the law of attraction before in high school and I got it, but I didn't really get it. I understood the concept, but it wasn't, I didn't understand that I was already doing it. Here's what I mean. We are constantly creating whether you're aware of it or not. My freshman year of college, I refer to this time a lot, it was... A really really hard time for me and I remember it must have been November of my freshman year my mom came down to Milledgeville and 
just spent like some of the day with me and she picked me up from my dorm we went out to lunch and we were she was sitting across the lunch table from me and she was just on fire with all this stuff she had just learned her brother had recently gotten into manifestation law of attraction all of this and he had told her all about it and she was like i know someone who needs to hear this so she came to milledgeville was sitting across the lunch table from me the lunch table the restaurant table from me and she said remember that parable that jesus says and he's talking about the seeds you sow is the produce you reap and i was like yeah i remember that like yeah and it's like oh i should look it up but it's like you put seeds on rocky terrain fertile soil or desert where are your seeds gonna grow it's like well they're gonna grow in the fertile land think of your mind the same way if your mind is dry or rocky the produce you reap isn't gonna be so abundant and it's also what seeds are you sowing in the first place if you're throwing seeds of guilt and fear and shame on rocky terrain like you are just you're gonna be still and low and unhappy and she said to me these seeds that you're sowing in your mind Are they seeds of produce you want to reap? And I was like, no. So you're telling me that I'm already manifesting my life? You're telling me that I don't have to write it on a sheet of paper, light a candle, and put it all under the moonlight? That manifestation is literally just happening in my mind right now. She was like, yes. And what's really wild is that this parable is the only time in the Bible Jesus says, like a couple of times, you guys really need to listen and really understand this. And he's telling us that we are creating the world that we live in. You know, each of us lives in our own little universe and they just collide with each other. The way I see the world is completely different than you. The way my mind works is completely different than you. But in that moment, I just was kind of shocked. And I, it hurt because, you know, I had been wanting to place the blame on all these other circumstances. I'm unhappy because I'm in this space. I'm unhappy because of these roommates. I'm unhappy because of this circumstance or that. And the fact of the matter is, is that it's all projection. It's all mirrors. I saw the world as such a negative space because I was in such a negative headspace. Now I see the world so beautiful And you know what? I'm in the same town. I'm in the same college campus. And I see so much beauty in it. That's not to say my mind is 100% beautiful, but... My thoughts, I really guide towards gratitude. And it makes me so much more grateful for the world around me. So I don't know if I told that story well or if it made any sense. I think it was kind of all over the place. But I hope you get what I'm getting at.
So now I just have some fun manifestation stories for you. Um, I think most people know what manifestation is. And if you don't, you'll get the gist of it through these stories. I mean, these are just examples. Um, so the first time that I like really mindfully meditated on something and then saw it happen was a really quick turnaround time, actually. Um... So it was later my freshman year. I think it was more around like that next spring. But I lived in a dorm a few miles from campus. And there was a shuttle bus that would take kids to and from. And I was always on the bus. And one day I was on the bus with my favorite water bottle. This purple hydro flask. I got it from my bestie. And I carried that bad boy everywhere with me. It was when hydro flasks were like, it was actually before hydro flasks were super trendy. Um, it was just like the granola kids had them. And I loved my hydro. I still have her somewhere. But I had it on the bus and I was going to class. And I left my water bottle on the bus. And I get into the classroom and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot my water bottle on the bus. Oh no. I, like, I don't know if I'm going to get that back because there's probably, like, five buses running the shuttle at this time. So, the likelihood of me getting on the same bus after class was pretty slim. But that whole class, that hour and 15 minutes, I was, like, envisioning the bus with that bus driver pulling up to the spot that I'd be waiting at. I was envisioning him handing me my water bottle. I was creating the sensation I would feel in my body as I was receiving my water bottle. I was envisioning that gratitude and that excitement. And I was really making myself feel the whole thing. So then an hour and 15 minutes later, I get to the bus stop. I get to the bus stop and I'm waiting and I'm still envisioning, I'm still believing. And I look up and it's the bus driver pulling up the same bus and his doors open and I'm feeling that excitement and that gratitude. And I'm like, hello. And he goes, hello, I have your water bottle. (laughs) You know me. And he hands me my water bottle and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And then what's so important is after you manifest that thing that you've been desiring express so much gratitude i was saying thank you jesus thank you angels thank you god thank you source thank you energy i'm so so grateful for this moment to have my beloved hydro flask back (laughs) and i was so proud i remember texting my sisters and i was like you guys i just manifested my hydro flask (laughs) It was so fun. Another story is... Where should we go next? I have a little list. So this one you might not want to hear, but I would love to share. (laughs) Um, I manifested my period. Actually, twice I manifested my period. So you might be like, what? Why would you manifest your period? Well, for two years of my life, I didn't have my period from, like, February of 2018 until March of 2020. I didn't have my period because I was under a lot of stress. I had lost a lot of weight. I just wasn't healthy, and my body was right to take away that period and redirect my energy elsewhere but a few months after losing my cycle I really really wanted it back and for all the years before that I had gotten my period on Christmas or Christmas Eve just always (laughs) and never mind (laughs) I would always get it on Christmas or Christmas Eve And, yeah, it was just like a little present from God saying, you are for real. (laughs) I don't know. I hope so. And so uh, 2018, 
I didn't have my period on Christmas, but 2019, I was like, you know what, I'm really manifesting my period back on Christmas or Christmas Eve. So, for like a few months, every morning when I would meditate, I would visualize Christmas Eve morning, I go to the bathroom, and I get my period. And I would visualize it, and I would feel it, and I would imagine that gratitude, and that excitement, and that love within myself to cultivate this. And then, a few months later, Christmas Eve morning, I woke up, I went to the bathroom, and I had my period. Amazing. I didn't have my full cycle, I just spotted, but... It was insane. I remember being in the bathroom just like laughing and so happy and so grateful and so proud of my body for giving me that sign of reassurance. And it it just, it was amazing. So I just like had a little spot that day and my body was like, yes, you're doing the right things. Keep it up. And... uh, Then I still didn't really have my full cycle. We can do a podcast about that. Um, Until March of 2020, it's like I said, when I really got it back. And so March of 2020, we all know what happened. But before the world shut down, for months and months, I had still been trying to manifest my period back like the full cycle back and you know I would meditate and visualize these things I would also write it down in affirmations and just like write a paragraph you know as if I were in that space and So for months and months, I was trying to manifest my cycle back, and I was really working on it and really trying, and I was like, I'm at a healthy weight now, like, I don't know what it is. I think I was still super, super stressed, and was really holding a lot of tension in my body, and my body just really wasn't ready to give me back my cycle, and I thank her for that. She was right. So March of 2020... I get home, and I think only like a couple of weeks into lockdown, I got my period back. And then it was like 31 days later, I got it back again. And then it started to get more and more regular. And I remember telling my friend, like, I just finished my second full cycle for the first time in two years. And she was so happy for me and so proud of me, and it made me so happy. Um, to have that cycle back because it's really so important and it's so important to be grateful for your cycle. It's such a magical thing that us women can do. (sighs) So yeah, I manifested my period twice. So another story that I have for you You know what, I'm going to just talk for a little bit. So, something I want to talk about is just spirituality in general and kind of maybe give you an update on where I am in my spiritual path. And I'm sorry if the audio just kind of is changing around because I didn't record this all in one sitting. I kind of recorded this when I felt called to, and this is going to become more clear as I explain to you more about where I'm at in my spiritual journey. So, this really began, I was aware of spirituality, but it didn't really, really begin until that moment that I was with my mom, and we had that conversation, and... That really clicked in my mind 
you know, what the law of attraction is, that we actually have this kind of power in our lives after being raised in the church where we're told everything is decided by God, you don't really have any decisions. So it kind of woke up this power within me, and I did have to go through a balancing act of balancing what I was taught and this new knowledge I had gained. So what I kind of came to the conclusion of is that the law of attraction attracts your truest and highest path, the path that God desires for you, the path that, you know, God put you on this earth to fulfill. And he gives you the power to use the tools around you and attract this amazing magnetic life. I hope that makes sense. So, from that moment, oh, would you look at that? Just passed a license plate that said raw, which is a really big angel sign for me, and I'm going to, I'll go ahead and tell you about that. So, from that moment, my freshman year, when my mom kind of re-explained the law of attraction to me, I went home that night, I went back to my dorm, and I just did loads of research of manifestation and the law of attraction, and I started writing affirmations on my walls, not on my walls, on pieces of paper and hanging them up on my walls, and just found this new faith in it because I was so so desperate and I had heard about it all before but this is when it really clicked and when I really decided I need something to save me and maybe it's within myself maybe it's opening up my heart to become a vessel that will save my life. And so, I think of it as that first year, maybe year and a half, a lot of my spirituality journey was in my head. A lot of it was reprogramming my mind, controlling my mind, just filling my mind with affirmations and positive self-talk and prayers and chants. And really it was fighting the thoughts that had been there and been setting up camp in my mind. I'm on a walk if you can hear the cars. So I started using these positive affirmations and positive storytelling in my mind because, you know, whatever story we tell us is the story we're going to believe eventually. So I was telling myself positive stories in my mind, visualizing positive outcomes, and really just focusing on rewiring my brain for like over a year. And kind of awakening the third eye, awakening my intuition, but for a very, very long time, I felt really disconnected from my body, and disconnected from the chakras, you know, like, especially the bottom three chakras, and even disconnected from my heart, absolutely, you know, I think that a lot of this, um, mental game that I was in was kind of shutting off every other emotion and only striving for like my goals which was to rewire my brain positively which I did I would be lying if I said that spending that year or so in my mind didn't help me because it absolutely pulled me out of my depression and all that and I talked about that in my 
tapping into the heart episode actually and then moving into my heart and you know what that episode really is a lot about my spiritual journey so maybe I won't include this oh my gosh I'm all over the board I just kind of want to talk I've had a weird day and I'm just really tired but I decided to go on a stroll this evening and I'm happy about it so we're kind of going in a timeline right now of my life which is how timelines work but anyway, um, that summer after my freshman year, I went on a two-week outdoor expedition in Washington, and that's where I met Talia, who was our second guest on the show, and who I'm so grateful for, and I'm just so grateful for everybody that I met on that journey, and I'm so grateful that they're still in my lives, you know, if we talk a ton or not often I still know that I hold so much love for them and they for me and so I was really really scared about going on this outdoor expedition I was so scared I was so physically weak and also mentally weak but I was so frail, physically, and honestly, what I was hearing from the people around me was, you are so weak, you're not going to make it, you are so small, you're going to break under that pack, and that wasn't the best thing to be hearing because it, it did affect me because I was mentally weak as well, and I let those sink in, and I really believed it. And so when I would think about Outward Bound, I would literally imagine myself being so weak. I was like breaking and not being able to make it. I remember literally visualizing myself having to get airlifted out of the middle of the wilderness because I was too weak to make it out of the backpacking trip or have to get airlifted off of an island because I was too weak to kayak and finally one day I was lying there visualizing this terrible fate and I reminded myself hey girl Remember what we think we become. Do you really want this to happen? Don't you want to make it and be strong? And believe that you are strong? And so I stopped visualizing myself getting airlifted out of the wilderness. And I started visualizing myself in the airport. calling my family and saying I did it I'm at the airport I can't wait to see you I made it I have so many amazing stories to share with you I started visualizing myself finishing the trail with my backpack on and that feeling of pride and accomplishment and gratitude always gratitude that excitement of reaching that goal and accomplishing that that part of the journey and then a few months later there I was in the airport calling my parents I did it I made it out alive I can't wait to see you and this is something about manifestation and affirmations really affirmations are a tool for manifestation that The things you affirm, you're welcoming into your life. 
And a lot of times these can be really challenging things for you. If you're affirming something about yourself that you're trying to attain because you don't already have it. Welcoming that into your life is going to be kind of difficult. So here's what I mean. On a large scale, if I'm affirming the visualization of seeing myself stepping off the trail and being so proud and grateful and present and strong to visualize that version of myself there's a whole journey that it takes to get there you know I have to put myself in the position of being challenged of being worked to get stronger small scale if I'm simply affirming confidence I am confident then I'm going to be challenged with circumstances where I don't feel confident and where maybe I'm forced to walk in front of a group of people or I'm asked to present in front of a class and it's in those moments that I'm tested and I have to remember that affirmation I am confident so that after that moment when I feel that confidence it's true and it's earned And it's not like you just wake up one morning and suddenly you can stand in front of a room or put on an outfit and you feel 11 out of 10 confident. It still takes the work to get there. And I think that that's something not everybody accepts about the law of attraction. And some people don't really understand. They're like, what? So you just affirm it and it happens? Yes, but you still have to put in the work. You affirming, I am strong, is welcoming strength into your life. By welcoming strength into your life, it has to combat any weakness within you so that you can gain that strength and attain that strength. And that's something really important about affirmations is if you feel like it's not working... You have to put those words into action and really trust that that action and that test is requesting something really special of you. And it's the universe saying, we're ready to give you this thing you've been desiring. Prove it to us that you really want it that badly. Oh, wow. I just passed a... The car with a license plate that just said seven 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 seven. I've been seeing seven so often. Seven. If you see reoccurring sevens, it is a sign of great third eye awakening and really strengthening intuitions and it's just a sign of really big spiritual awakening, which I am feeling baby and this is an example of its own. I've been on this spiritual journey for so long and just working to go deeper and deeper and deeper and and putting in the practice to deepen the spiritual practice. And you know the desire to learn these things and gain this intuition and open my heart and tap into my root it takes work to do that and it takes work to pass that and get to the depth you're desiring and it always takes gratitude to make the process so much easier another story I have is oh this one's really cute and it's really small and it kind of repeated recently so let me tell you um it must have been february maybe january of 2020 and i had been going to my pilates and yoga studio for maybe like five months and the ladies there are so sweet they're just so kind and it's such a beautiful community and it's 
it's really one of the greatest blessings in my life. That yoga studio, honestly, it's played such an integral, integral, I don't know, an integral role in my life. I don't think that's right, but I think you get what I mean. (laughs) So one morning I was meditating and I was praying as well and I said, you know, I always expressed all my gratitude and all of that. And then I said, something I ask for today is that everybody in my family receives good news. Whatever that may be, however small or large, I just ask that and I believe that it will happen to each of us. So 15 minutes later, literally 15 minutes later, I walk into my Pilates class and it's full. There's, the room is full of people and these two ladies look at me. So I walk into my Pilates room and the room is full of mats. It's like jam packed. I'm looking around. Where am I going to go? And these two ladies turn around and look at me. And they go, Raleigh, Raleigh, we saved you a spot. (laughs) They saved me a spot. And it made my day because... Before I started working there, I just kind of kept to myself. And I didn't really talk to too many people. I would talk to them and be really friendly, of course. But I wasn't, like, super loud. Like, hey, blah, 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 how are you today? And now that I work there, I am. But when I was just a student, like, I would just come in and be like, hi, everybody, thank you. Wonderful practice. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. So it was just so sweet that I opened the door. They're like, Raleigh, we saved you a seat. We thought we were hoping you would come. And I was like, yes. So anyway, this repeated again a few weeks ago. I was getting ready in the morning. I was about to go take the same Pilates class. I teach it twice a week and I get to take it once. Um, So I was getting ready and I remembered that moment. And I was like, oh, that was such a sweet moment. Like that just warms my heart. 20 minutes later, I show up at the studio and two ladies go, Raleigh, Raleigh, we saved you a spot. And it is the same spot. They are so sweet. They go, we hope you were coming. And it just is so sweet. Yeah, I loved that. Something else that I've manifested is my job in general you know like I told you this studio has played such a huge role in my life over the past year and a half now and it's just so wild because we really are exactly where we're meant to be and I didn't believe that for so long and now it's hard to believe that I ever that I wanted to leave freshman year and I wanted to get out of this place because now it's my whole life so anyway let me explain Where do we begin? I guess my whole life I had really desired a job in the wellness or fitness community, which is so funny, but I just remember being a kid and wanting to be a coach or wanting to be a dance teacher. I've always wanted to open my own dance studio. And I, I, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But, you know, I had always desired, like, maybe one day I could be a yoga teacher. Maybe one day, like, 
I'll be a dance teacher. Maybe one day I'll be a personal trainer. These are all things that were just kind of in my head that I had desired. And, oh my god, I don't know if this group of boys is whistling and banging to get my attention or what, but I'm just speed walking away. (laughs) I'm literally wearing a hoodie and joggers. Anyway, and I just always desired that, and then I got to the studio, September of 2019, I just showed up one day, and it was the hardest class I've ever done, but I came back the next day, and I kept coming back, and another reason I know that this studio is meant to play a role in my life. It's just, it's not a coincidence. It's divine. It's because a teacher at this studio was also one of my English teachers freshman year of college. And when I had her as an English teacher, it was just, she opened my eyes to so much and her positive energy just glowed so much. And then when I walked into the Pilates studio and I saw her there, I was like, hello. (laughs) And as a Pilates teacher, she taught me so much and opened my eyes so much to self-compassion and self-love and the desire for strength, not just your physique, but that true mind body strength that pushes you to do an extra push-up that makes you fight for that extra burpee and she taught us how to be proud of every single little accomplishment and these are all the teachers at my studio but this teacher especially just really laid the groundwork for for my for my healing journey with fitness in my body and food. Honestly, she played a huge role in it. And we're kind of talking about manifestation and coincidences, but like, it really is the same thing. You know, I had desired a healing journey with my mind, body, and food. And she shows up in my life twice within a year as a teacher literally I ask for a solution and the universe gives me a teacher that also shows you that you have to put in the work but it's so perfect so anyway back to my job So I think only a few months after being at that studio, the studio owner, my now boss, reached out to me one day after class and was like, hey, Raleigh, would you consider getting trained? I would hire you. I really think you have what it takes. And like I told you, I just would show up to the studio, be friendly, do the work, and then leave. But I think she just saw my my work ethic and my maturity and my dedication and said she would hire me for it. I think she felt an intuition in her gut and that's manifestation on its own, her trusting her intuition. And so yeah, a few months later, I went to the teacher training amid a pandemic and did it. Yeah. So yeah, a few months later, it was May of 2020. The world ended, my, the world didn't end, the world flipped. My teacher training was moved online and 
I did it and I started working with my boss immediately and then started working soon after and it's wild and this is something that I want to say about this story and the next one I'm going to tell you is a really great lesson that I learned from my uncle who is the one who taught my mom about the law of attraction and then she taught me is he told me what's important is that you visualize yourself at that end goal you visualize it you see it you feel it you embody it and then you accept gratitude for it don't bother thinking about how you get there because the details that's that's God's work he's laying the brickwork and we just have to step on the path step in the path will appear prove that you trust and that you believe and that you're grateful and the path will appear beneath you you have to lift that foot up which is scary but by the time it hits the ground it will be the perfect path for you so what I'm getting at with this is that if I were to envision my dream job this Pilates teacher position and if you were to say how do you think you would get there I wouldn't have said well I'm gonna sign up and then a pandemic's gonna hit the world and then my teacher training will be moved online because that that's more convenient it's not more convenient and then I'll have to practice with the current teachers at our boss's house with online classes and then I'll start teaching and then there will only be like two people in class and then we'll slowly accumulate more. I would never have said that. I would have said, I don't know what I would have said because I didn't bother. I just believed that that moment would be there where I would be standing in front of a huge class and we would be having a blast together and I would feel incredible and grateful and joyful and so high vibrating. And the path to get there to this moment that has happened, the path to get there is something I could have never imagined, but it all ends up working out when you believe. (laughs) The other manifestation story I'm going to tell you is kind of cringe, and I really hope this person, I really doubt he listens, but part of me wouldn't be too surprised if one day he said, yeah, I've been listening to all your podcasts. Oh my god, I would die. Anyway, it's not important. Um... What is important is the story. So, probably starting my fall of sophomore year, so fall of 2019, around the same time I started Pilates at our yoga studio, I started manifesting and affirming a romantic relationship. I had just started feeling like myself again I had just started having energy again and I say that because this was me like coming out of my really bad depression so I had just started feeling like myself again and I was seeing these couples and I was like I think I'm ready for a relationship I was not at that time I was not but I I think I kind of recognized that, but I was like, I'm ready. You know, whenever the universe is ready to meet me or we're ready to meet halfway, then let's do it. (laughs) Let's do this thing. Give me a boyfriend. And so I started writing like a dream boy. I just started writing about this boy who's tall and he's strong and he's really sweet and he's tan and he's 
strong and he's outdoorsy and he listens to me and he cares about me and he is into personal growth and he's spiritual and he practices yoga and I just went on and on and on and on and on my list of daily affirmations I would include I am in a beautiful sweet romantic relationship we're rooted and trust in kindness and we we care so deeply for each other and then I would have days where I would just write for pages about this dream boy <laughs> and again I never imagined how it would happen but I just imagined that one day I would be there And so a few months after I started that, you know, a few months into this manifesting work, I met this guy and he kind of ticked like nine out of 10 boxes. And do you hear the fountain I'm walking past? It's so pretty. And I was like, okay, maybe this is the guy I've been manifesting, that was quick. Um, he and I, we have a class together. The teacher ends up partnering us together. So we're kind of like friendly. We like, we'll talk after class. He starts driving me home after class a few times. Randomly like text me little things like this made me think of you or whatever. And I'm into it. I'm like, wow, universe, okay. Thank you. But I'm like, he's, I just don't feel like he's 100%. Maybe I'll get to know him. I'll get to know him and then figure it out. A few months later, he kind of hits me up out of the blue and he's like, Hey, do you want to get coffee tonight? And I was like, okay, you've never asked me to hang out before, but sure. This isn't even the story, but I'm telling it to you. So we end up getting coffee. A few days later, he texts me again and is like, I had a really great time getting coffee. Do you want to hang out again? And I was like, oh, sure. So did I. I actually did. It was great. And I was kind of like not getting my hopes up. It was so great. But I didn't want to get my hopes up because I was like... He has lots of friends that are girls, like, maybe I'm just another, like, he just sees me as a friend, blah, 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 like, don't get your hopes up. But I was like, yeah, sure, we can hang out again, maybe that's a good sign. This second time we hang out was terrible. <laughs> oh my god, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I didn't even mean him when I said that earlier. It was not it. The vibes were off. There was straight up a three-foot cement wall between our vibes. They were not clashing. Clashing. <laughs> Colliding. They were not vibing. And after that, I was like, this is a no. This is a no for me. And I just kind of stopped responding to him, which I should have had, you know, practiced better communication skills and said something but I just stopped responding afterwards and then the pandemic has so it was fine um <laughs> gosh that's so awful I I honestly have guilt around this I do feel really really bad for how I handled this situation with him and sometimes I'm like should I reach out and apologize but sometimes I'm like it's really not that deep like he probably didn't even like you that much to the point where he's like still like yeah that girl that girl broke my heart <laughs> you probably never said that anyway so I'm telling this story in a really like skippity bop way around what my point of including that little loop-de-doop is <laughs> sometimes the universe is going to test you and say look you could settle for this a minus version of the A++ you're asking for. 
are you going to or do you really believe that we can give you something even better prove it this is another prove it moment where you're taking those thoughts and you're really acting upon it you're really stirring that energy into the ethers baby and I said no I was like you know what no like I could settle for him for this 95 but I really believe that like when I'm really ready and the universe is really ready I'll get I'll get like I'll come into contact with somebody who's perfect and this is what I'm telling you this is cringe but a few months later this guy who I've known my whole life in a weird way starts hitting me up and something in me it was just my gut reaction like my gut reaction to the other guy after that second time we hung out was like no 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 my gut reaction when this guy was like making weird conversation with me was like maybe are we doing this thing and I did it and we I ended up going on dates with him and then we became a couple and then we dated and then we did long distance and then we broke up and it's all okay because like I said I was desiring a relationship of compassion and personal growth and maturity and just romance and I mean that's what I got spring and summer I spent in a really sweet relationship with a really sweet guy who was meant to cross we were meant to cross each other's paths at that moment to teach each other something and to show each other something and to learn from each other and it's something that I'm so so grateful for and did I have to handle with heartbreak yes yeah I did and it was okay because I survived and yeah I was able to manifest that relationship in its entirety and I'm on the other end of it so that was something beautiful and it's the same example of like I just pictured myself at that end result of being in a relationship and like lying in bed with this sweet person and feeling so blissful that I didn't think about the details on how to get there if you had said I would never have said, a pandemic will hit, we'll go home, this person will start DMing me, and then Snapchatting me. <laughs> no, I would have never said that. But it ended up happening as exactly as it was meant to. Let's keep going. Okay. This is another, like, really big long-term one. I feel like, honestly, a lot of these recent manifestations in the past year have been, like, long-term build-up. And that's something that I can explain more about my um, analysis of later. But right now I have a few more stories and then we're out. It's really our last one, actually, I think. So, the, I'm, I'm in a yoga teacher training right now. And it's with this amazing group of people. I mean, like, eh, amazing. So, probably around the time I started mindfully manifesting in general... I was desiring a group of people and I actually remember 
maybe a month, not even a month after my mom had told me about this, that one of my affirmations that I would write every day is, I am laughing joyfully and presently and fearlessly with my friends. Because it was something I desired so deeply. And it's really heartbreaking to think about how how lonely and sad that little Raleigh was. All she wanted was just to laugh with some friends. I missed laughing so much when I was in that state. And I would affirm it so much. It wasn't just at that time. I've I affirmed that for like another two years. And I still affirm it because it's something that now I've experienced and welcomed back into my life. I want to keep it here. So. Um, oh. Yeah, one of my top affirmations has always been about building a beautiful community. I think this really, really started when I moved in with my current roommates. Oh gosh. And it was around sophomore year of college, probably still that same fall of 2019, big period. And I felt super, super isolated and lonely and left out. And this could be its own topic. And it's something that I actually do really want to talk about. It's kind of like being the feeling of being an outsider. And just kind of being the different one. Because that's something I felt my whole college experience. And so when I really started to feel that heavily, my fall of 2019, I started writing and affirming and believing that one day I would be part of this beautiful community of like-minded, high-vibrating, incredible people who love personal growth, who love yoga, who love deep talks and spirituality. And like I wrote, and like I wrote about that boyfriend I was desiring, I also wrote about this group of friends And then last winter, I went on a yoga retreat and Kendall and I talked all about it in our episode. But I met some really incredible people and I joined the teacher training and now every night, even if I feel super alone and isolated and left out of the college world I can get on that yoga call with some beautiful souls and even if I don't talk to anybody just being around them and seeing their faces makes me feel so welcomed and so safe and not so crazy So yeah, that's something I'm super grateful for, that I've had the privilege and honor of attracting into my life. And yeah, it really is just, you are already creating everything around you. Wherever you're at, 
take ownership of it because you have the power you've you've had the power to put yourself here and you still have the power to change it I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this one up I could really keep going on and on and on but I wanted to keep this one kind of like a quick little story time and it's already almost an hour I think so I really hope you enjoyed text me dm me your favorite story maybe you could relate to anything text me dm me any questions um and i really hope that you accept the power within you and really utilize it for the greatest good you are so worthy and so deserving of the life you desire Maybe you went on a walk with me and you were able to think all these cars around me were around you. (laughs) Have a beautiful day or night. I look forward to hearing from you and talking to you next time.